Yes, very much so. Even, even from to where people are having these uh, grand delusions of who they are to, it's like, you know, a person will send you a message with an exclamation point. And it's like, I know you don't even talk with exclamation points. So even just those <laughs> little things. So like even those little things behind the ears, like, man, you all right. You know, dude, don't, don't be texting too, too lively out this way. But yes, I definitely believe so. What's good, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Respect It to Check It. I'm your host, TJ, and as always, I got my man, Red. What up, though? And we have a very special guest, man. Uh, we got Ron Murray, man. Hey, what's going on, my brother? How you doing? Man, what's going on, fellas? Ron Murray, what's going on? Hey, I appreciate y'all extending the invite. Respect it or check it. I'm glad to finally be here, man. Man, we appreciate you just taking the time out. And it's uh, Easter weekend, man. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Definitely appreciate that. Uh, man, what's been going on with you? Like, everything been all right? Like, you know, how's life been treating you, my brother? Man, so far, life been good. You know, we all survived 2020. The people that did, you know, you know, 2020 was rough. And to be quite honest, 2021 feels the same way. Low key. You know, I'm just thinking, like, you know, everything's open around this way totally 100%. But I know I'm a bit apprehensive, you know, just jumping out there. You know, I'm still staying masked up. And, uh, you know, hopefully everybody, the government, the government can kind of get Facts. in control of what's going on. You feel what I'm saying? Facts. Yeah. Facts. And one thing I did notice with the uh, states that's wide open, most of those are red states. Of course. Right. So I don't, I don't, you know me, I'll be I, I always on my conspiracy. Yeah. Stuff. So <laughs> I'm thinking either it's one or two things. Either they trying to set Biden up because they're the red states. Yeah. Or they just trying to, uh, I guess, manipulate the system on making people take these vaccines. I think it's the latter, personally. I feel like they, uh, well, I feel like, honestly, it's probably a little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? Like, because they still ain't fucking with Biden. But at the same time, like, this is going to make people push to be like, all right, we're going to open these states up. But, you know what I'm saying? We got to have a certain percentage of everybody getting vaccines type shit. True. Like, because it ain't going to never be at 100% per se. But, like, they want to get as close as possible, though, for sure. Man, so, so like, that's what I think it's gonna be on. Ron, I know you. Uh, I know you do a lot of stuff with the, with the youth and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. what's the talk on the uh, vaccine with the youth and and you know high school football? Are they, are they gonna get vaccinated too? Well, I look at it like this. Of course, we've already seen how the high school football season still operated this past year. Of course. And, and really, this this whole pandemic is, is hitting some areas harder than others. So, of course, when you look at, you know, a Eastwood, a Como, a South Dallas, a Oak Cliff, it's going to be a bit different as far as like a South Lake, a Allen, and all those different places. Mm-hmm. And so with that, they're going to operate differently, especially as far as the vaccine. Like this football season, and we already know, in, in Texas, football is God. Yeah, I, I hate to say it like that, but, but football is God no, in the state right. of Texas. And so a lot of I've already seen a lot of coaches, they've already put out their schedules as if, you know, hey, it's going to be totally rolling. It's going to be for sure to go. But as far as the vaccine go and really, um, I don't think too much has changed as far as just like, you know, black folks getting vaccines, period. Now, granted, it's kind of like the flu for some people. And I'm someone of this theory. I've never had the flu. So why would I get the flu shot? And I know I've met a lot of people where they didn't get COVID, so why would they get a vaccine? And I think many people, they're just trying to be careful as far as 
the message and who they trot out there to try to tell certain people in certain areas to get this vaccine. When in reality, I think many people still don't know what's going on with all of this, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, nah, that definitely makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Yeah, sense. I, I'm not in a hurry to go take some stuff I don't know nothing about. Nah, right. for real. Yeah, you you just thank you for the shoot something in my arm. And next thing you know, I, now I got three arms. My you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't want none of that. And then you, like I told you, man, I be my mind goes way left field. I'm thinking like, what if that's some stuff to control the population, man? Mm-hmm. These it's already hard enough for uh, people or couples, you know, to make babies or have babies and whatnot. And then you don't know what kind of effect that's gonna have on long term, whether it's a female or male, when it comes that's to true. reproducing. Man, they might have you on the watch list, Red. You be careful, man. They might have you on the watch list. (laughs) Nah, for real. And look, my whole thing is like, I just be on some goofy shit. These niggas fuck around. I'm telling you, bro, this how, if you seen Resident Evil, my nigga, this how the shit be going down, bro. Like, nigga, they always want to like create some (laughs) kind of vaccine or some shit. Next thing you know, niggas out here eating people and shit. And I ain't got time for it, bro. Like, I'm not, hey, man, (laughs) I can't do it, bro. I I don't like zombies and shit, bro. I don't want to fuck with that shit. Okay, so... Let me ask you this, man. Uh, uh, I pray that the football season do go as planned. You know, everybody have success. But what's a couple teams in in, in Fort Worth you think gonna do something? You know, this is my home, Fort Worth. So, hey, funky all right. Town. So, so I don't want you to get mad at me. But I'm a, I'm a preface it with this. I I think when it comes to Fort Worth and especially Fort Worth ISD. You know, at, at this point, you see a lot of kids moving around. So I, I'm I'm going to try to sanitize my answer the best way I can. <laughs> you see a lot of kids moving around. And I just say with that, Fort Worth ISD, they, they're probably, they'll probably get the most taken from them, especially if you just look at all the areas that they're surrounded by, whether it be Arlington, whether it be Mansfield, whether it be Grapevine, even some of the private schools out there. And it just seems like, the best talent, and it's no knock to the kids there now, but the best talent at Fort Worth ISD, it, it doesn't necessarily stay in Fort Worth ISD. Especially, you can just tell how you can just hear the stories about kids that <laughs> live across the street from X high school, but another school may come in get that kid. But at this point, sadly, it's all part of the game. Oh, but yeah. big shout, out, but big shout out to those Polly parents. You know, I, I big shout out to them, especially a uh, big shout out to North Crowley as well. You know, and then also uh, Fort Worth Southwest and also Fort Worth Northside. They, they've they been having a good season. They send the kid to Virginia Tech. So Fort Worth is one of those places I would really love to see their kids stay there because it's so lopsided, especially when you look at a school like Allen. that has, what, almost like 6,000 kids or something ridiculous like that. So Man. they don't have to deal with schools getting busted up. But I definitely root for Fort Worth, but they're just in a tough situation out there. That was – um eloquently said my brother <laughs> <laughs> i appreciate it yeah and, and i'm a former poly parent but it was, hey, it was, hey, it was hey, shout out to the poly it was, it was yeah. hard going to poly man it was hard, that's, boy. It's tough, that's, boy. that's all i heard that's all i've heard about poly like you know, if you made it out of poly you the real deal man i i school shout out poly man our school had a daycare in that mud man but daycare yeah we had a daycare in our school damn so kids oh, are dropping their kids up. No, kids going to school with their kids. That's what I'm saying. They dropping their kids oh, off yeah, yeah, at the yeah. daycare. Like, yeah, yeah. They going to class and they dropping their kid off at the daycare. Yeah. And pick them up at lunch. Yeah, it was up there. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's crazy. 
But now, nah, man, um, so like for the people that don't really, you know, know who my uh, Ron Murray is and, you know what I'm saying, what you actually do and everything, like what's something that you could tell them, you know what I'm saying, like just a little brief summary of like who you are and what you're about. Oh, yeah, pretty much. My name is Ron Murray. I grew up in Colleen, Texas. It's kind of a military town out there right near Fort Hood. Well, by Fort Hood, you know, a lot of things have gone on there. But right now, you know, I'm living in Dallas, the Dallas area. I work for K104. I do a lot of things there. Of course, uh, I cut commercials. I do audio. I cover sports, Cowboys, Mavericks, but especially uh, a lot of folks, they see me out on the high school scene because, uh, you know, I definitely enjoy being in uh covering a lot of the high school events, especially some of the schools and teams that don't necessarily get as much promotion and press. So I like to try to be out um, as many places as I can. Like, you know, Red just brought up Fort Worth. You know, I think Fort Worth has so much talent, but they don't necessarily get, you know, the spotlight that they deserve for the kids that are out there. So, you know, that's just a shine to me. You know, um, I'm someone that could be found out and about. You know, I'm not just, you know, on air in the studio. Then no one can find me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm outside. I'll just put it to you like that. Already, that's, that's what's up. up. <laughs> yeah. For real. So, like, what, um, like, made you want to be, like, deal with, like, the youth, though? You know what I'm saying? Because you were saying how, you know, you be, like, at the football games and stuff, and you – coming to Fort Worth and things like that, you know what I'm saying, or like covering different, all these different schools or lesser known ISDs, districts and things. Like what made you actually want to go that route? Well, to me, it's just kind of like this. Of course, it's just going along, you know, with sports as a whole. Because, of course, with the Cowboys, it's going to be Cowboy season 24-7, 365, even if it's Maverick season, you know. So, of course, the Mavericks are going to do their thing. And then, of course, there may be a kid at, you know, let me think of a game I went to. Uh, yes, I went to Eastern Hills versus Western Hills. Mm. You know, that was some hood stuff. Yeah, for there. real. Like, hey, if, but if but you know, I you go know. there. Yeah, like yeah, it, it, and I got a buddy that I um, played ball with in school. He he's coaching out there, but of course, you know, a lot of people they may not know about Eastern Hills or Western Hills. But if I go out there, you know, can get some footage, you know, that can turn into something for for a kid. Especially now, you see how social media is so strong, especially as far as recruiting is. And really, um, you know, being at the station, other things I do as far as like Snapchat kickback. That's when we'd have the cheerleaders come in, and of course, we'd have the K one hundred four beast of the week. That's where we'd go out. You know, we have a player of a week, so we'd bring them a football, whether it be at their pep rally or in the field house. And to me, it's just really creating experiences for these people, even if it's one of the things where it's like, you know what? I met Ron Murray. I had a great time at the station. Five, ten years from now, they may not remember my name, but they can remember the experience that I gave them, especially for these kids. And we're in a time where there's so many distractions that's in the palm of their hand. You know what I mean? So I just try to be that light in some cases to try to, you know, propel them and hope they can do better and give them positive adages when I can see them. And, and that's exactly what I was just about to say, because it's not a lot of people, you know, uh, shedding light on, on kids like that. You know, just giving them that kind of uh, hope, yeah. if you will. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The NBA, NFL, they they, they got they just do. So the camera going to always be with them, with them. But these kids, all they need is just that little moment. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I'm saying? The, the, just, just them believing or hoping gonna put can push them in the right direction right and then it's also good to have people in place to kind of guide these these kids yeah 
You know right, exactly, exactly. Yeah, because the, these kids definitely need it. Because I'll, I'll admit, before I started dealing more and more with the youth, I would be one of these type of people that would say, oh, look what these kids are doing, this, this, and that. But when you start being around these kids, and I'm someone who doesn't have children. So when you do start being around these kids, you you understand that these children, they don't raise themselves. Uh, and if they are, that's the worst type of situation. Hey, these man. kids are doing what they're shown, whether it be by... And, and let's just say young men, whether it be the nearest male role model, whether it be an uncle or a neighbor, or it could be the wrestlers on TV. So with that, in this age, you know, especially when these kids look like us, we need to be the best representation that we can of them. And especially, uh, you know, going out to these different places and talking with these kids, you know, some of these kids, they do have the NFL, they do have the NBA dreams and things like that. But sometimes you got to talk to them in the reality. So once you're able to create that relationship with them, they see you're positive, they see that you have the best interest, then you can open that door to other things that can go on. You know, it's like, hey, I know you may want to go D1 over here, but hey, a trade school may not be bad for you. Going to junior college may not be bad for you. What's the best way that you can help your family without taking out a lot of loans to go to college? And I feel that, you know, not just me, like all of us are out there, you know, doing those things, trying to, you know, really just uh, grow these kids up. That's funny you said that because me and TJ had a conversation about that and I was telling him, I was like, man, you know, I do have kids and, and what I'm trying to teach them is like, you don't have to go to a four-year college if you don't want to. Yeah. Right. You can pick a trade. It's up to you. You know what I'm saying? What you want to do, but you do have to continue education. Mm -hmm. You understand right. what I'm saying? You know, and uh, it's, you know, I heard, the, I read this story about these two young girls, one was 15, one was 13, right? And uh, they tried to rob an Uber driver. Oh, man, I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you hear stuff like that, you're like, man, if only if they had somebody right there to tell them this ain't it. Yeah. And like you said, it was probably learned from somewhere. Who, right. Who knows? Somebody maybe even told them to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like now it seems like we're almost in the death of the OG. And the reason why I call it that is because I was born in the 80s. And I'll just say that, like, the people that should have been laying the foundation better for us, we should have laid the foundation better for the youngins now. And I think we're seeing, you know, the, the results of that because you're seeing a lot of these kids that are just like younger and younger and just wilding out more and more. And it's just, and you can just see it on social media and Instagram. It's like, where are these kids getting these weapons? Of course we know it's in the streets, but it's like, these kids got guns bigger than them right now. And it's just crazy right now. So when I see these young people, I just make sure to have, you know, positive exchanges, even if they are on some other stuff. Sometimes I just try to leave with a positive deposit when I'm dealing with them. Yeah. I feel it. Like in, when I like heard about this story, like it was like my first thought was honestly, what the fuck, man? Like, like mm -hmm. how, this, you know what I mean? Like, of course they didn't try to like kill the Uber driver, but like, come on, man. But, but like, it's, but it's he's like, dead. A, huh? But he's dead though. Yeah, he's yeah. dead though. Like, you did all of this and he died. So it's like, I don't know. Like, I see some people being like, oh, you know, you may need to like find a way to like uh i guess fix 
fix the problem for them, I guess, in a way where it's like not as much jail time or something like that. You know what I'm saying? You want to like try to more so uh, rehabilitate them. But like, that's what I'm on. I think with me, I'm on, they definitely, they going to need rehabilitation, but like, I can't excuse what happened because you are at 15 and 13. At some point, you you kind of know, like you you have a judgment of what is good and what is bad, like facts. And so, at the I can I can uh, empathize with you, sympathize. I can sympathize with you when I'm like, damn, you know, I know you didn't mean for that to happen, but at the same time, you knew what you was doing was wrong in the first place. Yeah, true enough. But I I can remember I can remember uh, uh, as a kid. Sitting, sitting in the yard or whatever I'm doing, throwing rocks at the bus and stuff, you know, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Let's say one of them days, as a 13 year old, I threw a rock, hit the bus. Bus driver swerves, you know, bus rolls over a few times, and somebody died. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think I should go to jail for life. <laughs> oh yeah, no, nah, not for life. Not I don't life. even. Nah, nah, I, not for my, life. my 13-year-old brain can't even yeah. comprehend what's about to happen. Yeah. So right. the more important thing is not the punishment. It's the, you know what I'm saying, the teaching after that. Yeah. And that's why I said they're going to get, they going to, if it's me, I'm telling you, bro, they're going to get about, uh, whatever, if it's like five, ten years or whatever the hell they end up doing with them, like that whole time, though, they gonna be getting rehabilitation. Like, not on no, it's we not finna just throw them away and just be like the hell with them. Nah, we gonna nah. You can't to, throw them away. Yeah, no, we gonna have to fix, like, try to fix that situation. Like, fix that in your brain to where you not but fix. But what's gonna happen? Any, if you, Ron, you've been around. You 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 know how the game go, man. You done seen cats go to jail for five, ten years, and so, yeah. some of them cats ain't come. They don't come home the same. No, nah, they they don't. I, I can't say that I've met any. I haven't met too many people that went to prison that have come that have come out the same, especially that young. And if the prison and if the term carries over into, you know, adult jail and, and to TJ's point, you just can't throw these kids away because they weren't able to process what what was going on. And just to throw them away like that is not nah, that would be totally unfair. And that's why I say in that, in, in that situation, I don't think that the kids should get a sentence like past like two years or something. Two years for killing a man? Yeah. For killing a man? Now, actually, I mean, just because of those- <laughs> They killed a man. I understand that. And, I, and, and, and it's probably easy for, easy for me to say because uh, that's not my family member. Yeah. Or it wasn't me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But what I'm saying is that these girls need some counseling, some therapy or something like that because- yeah. That's a lot of trauma too, and mm-hmm. no, and you don't even know. All right, everybody knows Uber drivers don't carry cash. Exactly. So why did right. you do this? Right. Shit? That's what, what I'm saying. We don't. That's what I'm saying. The adolescent brain. The, exactly. a great point. They're yeah. operating the, in the adolescent brain. They right. Don't understand what's going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't. Yeah. And then when it happened, it, like I said, bro, it could have been somebody told them to say, "Yo, I want y'all to go do this." Yeah, take this car. Or else, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Okay. Death of the OG, right yeah. there. Exactly. We we were talking about the OG. We were talking about mm-hmm. that once not too long ago. 
saying that, man. And and I told TJ, I was like, yo, he asked, he said, who would I blame for the generation right now? And I told him my generation. I'm from the 80s, too. I blame yeah. my generation because we didn't lay the foundation down right. We was too busy talking about yeah. the new generation, talking about how they look and how they dress instead yeah. of embracing them. We're steady in the ice age. The ice age held us down for a while. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Shout out to all the uh triple X white tall tees and everything. That was a rough <laughs> era for that the the Nike Cortez. Yeah, the wearing shades at night in, in, in the dark. Yeah, that was that was a crazy the era. Lokes. Then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the lokes. Yeah, the lokes. The lokes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we need that, man. And then mm-hmm. back back to the uh to the jail thing, uh like I was saying, bro. A lot of these people go to jail, and that's how they just get caged there. So you can't, you can't treat a person like a dog and expect him to act like anything other. Right. You you put a you put a nigga in a hole for twenty three hours a day. He don't see light but one hour. What what you? How you think this dude supposed to come home and act? That's not helping. You're just throwing him in prison. Mm-hmm. I I know y'all heard about the story with a with a with a young man. I won't say young, but the man had attacked the Asian lady on her way to church. Right, right. Yeah, that was yeah, and, that was a terrible. Story. And so, but the the kicker is the same dude just got out of jail. I think in 2019 or or two, two. Yeah, I think it's 2019 from killing his own mama, stabbing How her. How is thing. he out? How is he out? That's right. Crazy. So you mean to tell me <laughs> that they're not checking for nobody? Man. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. They need rehabilitation. They need true rehabilitation. Yeah, like it ain't no being a dog catcher, you catch the dog, throw them in the in the pen and and, and you know what I'm yeah. saying? Hope somebody come pick them. That's how they doing us, niggas. I'm telling you. <laughs> as, as far as prison reform goes and just prison as a whole, do you think it's really gain traction to that point where they're really trying to stop recidivism and having people come back to prison do you think we're even to the point where those things are starting to change no no i'm gonna I'm tell you why though okay because i think uh the prison industry is like seven billion dollars yeah that's like, a lot I of think, money and i think that's like one Damn prison though. I think each prison, like the bigger it is, is more. But I think it's like twenty, like seven billion or something. That's a lot of money, bro. Mm-hmm. And look at the people that's invested in in prison. I think Michael Jordan. Michael was Jordan in- invested in prisons. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of these celebrities are investing in prisons. Like, cause you got to think that's sad to say, but that's where the money at though. That's why I don't think that like they actually. Prison is like, you know what I'm saying, gaining traction and shit. Nah, because all they think about is making money. When you when anybody you, can be a prison guard, damn near. Like you, as long as you got a felony type yeah. shit. Like. Yeah, true. When, <laughs> when you think about the population of the world, you're like, that's a lot of people. But if I told you 25% of the population is in jail right now, you'd be like, that's a lot of people. That is a lot of people. Yeah. And they say at least 20% of them people have mental health issues. I mean, serious mental health issues. That's not including the people that have, like, that deal with anxiety or 
you know, stuff like that. This is people that's like psychotic, and you know what I'm saying? Jeffrey Dahmer's in them. Uh, Mm-hmm. And these niggas just you th- just think you could take uh, let a man go to jail for for however many long however many years long after killing his mama that he gonna get on the street and act right? Nah, <laughs> come nah. on, bro. I'm gonna tell you like I was watching. Have y'all seen Atlanta? The show Atlanta? Yes, yeah. yes. So like I was um recently I was like man I want to watch it. So I watched it over right not uh watched. The second episode, like I was like, it was on the second episode where like that nigga went to jail. You remember when uh, Chadwick Gambino had went to jail and shit? Yeah, I remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was crazy. Uh, but um, it was this one scene, bro, where it was this dude, and he was uh, you could tell, you know, what I'm saying he was mentally unstable, and like everybody knew him there. Everybody that was in the jail, like they knew who this nigga was, and they laughing at him and shit. You know what I'm saying? He like. Walking around acting crazy, whatever. And this nigga got some uh got a cup and it's uh the toilet water. And it's like, ah, oh, he finna drink the toilet oh, yeah. water, he finna drink the toilet water. Yeah, yeah. And so he drank that her right, and then he spit it at the guard afterwards, though. And like when he do that, bro, the guard just like pick up his fucking uh his nightstick, bro, and like whack that nigga upside the head with that hoe. And that- like they start beating on this nigga. Man. And this man is screaming and shit. And it's like after so long, it wasn't even funny no more. At first everybody was laughing. But then it wasn't funny and it was just like real awkward. And it's like shit like that is yeah. why then you wonder why people come out crazy. So whenever they do right. come out, you know right. what I'm saying? They on some other shit. You be like, oh my God, look at what they doing. Like, nigga, look how y'all treated him when he was in there when you supposed to be helping this nigga. Man, all, the, all that stuff, it starts from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Mm-hmm. A person probably, you know, especially men, like we are already got this thing where we got to be tough in certain situations. We're not supposed to cry, you yeah. know, so we got to be like this. So we already got a, a hardened shell around us. So you take a person like that, you put him in jail, what's going to happen? He ain't going to get nothing but even more. You know what I'm saying? He going to mm-hmm. push all the love away. Yep. And then I was in a situation like that in jail where I seen the uh, the guards beat the inmate so bad, man, they had to call the uh, – the paramedics. Uh, whoever their medical staff is. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, I think that. That's crazy. And it's like, bro, that's, how is that necessary? Like, how is that helpful? That's the part when I say don't just go, don't just toss them in there, bro. Like, don't just have them. Anytime when it come to kids, like, and anything happens, you know what I'm saying, they um, they do some crazy shit like Stealing a fucking Uber car and flipping that hoe over and shit, yeah. end up killing mm-hmm. somebody. Like, I'm not gonna throw them away. Like, we need to. I really want to help that child so they understand that that was a mistake, and you will never, you know, what I'm saying, do that again. But like, moving forward and in life, like how you, you know, what I'm saying, yeah, you, you need to move the right so way. So that jail ain't the place for them. Then it ain't. But don't they have like different kind of like. Medical facilities and yeah, shit, like that, rehabilitation all, all, centers. Only time they come into play is when you when you show a sign of a uh, uh, mental health. In this situation, this was an act of a uh, of, of a crime. You feel what I'm saying? Like they was trying to steal or whatever they were trying to do, steal the Uber uh, man uh, car or jack him for why I don't know what they were doing. But it, so it was a, I guess that's called a manslaughter. 
So that's what this is. This doesn't have, have nothing to do with their mental right now. Or or it's it's too early for them because it of course, and you know, white elephant in the room, certain cases are only gonna get that mental health situation. And especially if they're a minority, they're not gonna care about that at all. You know, especially if there was like, you know, Timmy from Pantigo or something like that. And if he had a mental health issue, I'm for sure they definitely get down on that. But hopefully that's something that one day we may not be here when that happens. But, you know, that fairness and accountability can definitely be held across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> when you when you say stuff like that, it just makes me think of the uh, the trial that's going on right now. And I don't want to say the George Floyd trial because it makes it sound like he's the one on trial. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I don't even know the other man's name right now, but uh, his trial and the way I'm listening to how the lawyers is uh, defending this man, and that's the crazy. Part. I'm surprised he even got a lawyer to defend him. First of all, hey, hey, they, the- <laughs> they had to do their job. Yeah, they, hey, they got one job, and they, hey, yeah, yeah they, they got. They, they, I try not to be too mad at the lawyers, but I, 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 I get it. Yeah, you know? I get it too. Yeah, uh, uh, and and I'm listening to the defense. And I'm, mm-hmm. the thing is, is is consistent with every other situation you see, man. It's like accountability. They're not holding this man accountable for whatever. They keep on trying to blame it on saying he was drunk or he was this. Like, that has nothing to do with you being on the man neck for nine minutes. Bro. And just, you know, uh, it, like all these past situations, man. We had seven shootings in seven days last, was it last week or week before last? And and I think every shooter got away alive. <laughs> mm-hmm. They did, bro. Did you? Like every shooter did all those shootings some kind of way managed to go to jail. Hey, did you um did y'all hear about the one? I think it was in Detroit. Uh this it was this couple, right? They get into it. This nigga pistol whipped the girl. You know what I'm saying? Hit hit the girl with the butt of the gun or whatever. She called her people. The person she called died, but the nigga that shot, you know what I'm saying? The nigga that pissed with the girl, he got shot, at, I think, in like the hand or some shit. And everybody else that came there, they got shot too, but like they survived. But the nigga that she called died. Hmm. <laughs> that shit crazy. That's crazy. That is crazy. That's just sad. You can't write nothing like that. That's wild. <laughs> like. <laughs> For real, yeah. that's crazy. See, she she gonna be traumatized for the rest of her for real. life. That's crazy, mm-hmm. man. That's crazy. You know what else is crazy? What? Uh, we were talking about football earlier. Mm-hmm. Man, you think Dak worked all that money he got? Hey, man, I just put it to you like this: any man is worth whatever they can get. That's how I put it. That's how I look at it. I can see that. Oh. Um, you know, I, I I give it credit. Now, granted, the Cowboys are going to suffer on, you know, defense was was pretty rough last year. And, of course, giving Dak that money, they're going to have to get creative, especially when you look at some of the other teams in the NFC East that seem to be getting better, especially the Giants, adding Kenny Galladay from the Lions. And if they can get a healthy Saquon, I'm, I'm kind of worried about that. But um, I'm not mad at Dak for getting all that money. But now, hey, it's, it's time to play and possibly get to a Super Bowl. Barbecue meal, dude. Exactly. That's it. That's it. He <laughs> he broke the bank and got what he wanted. So hey, now now it's time to play up to it. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hear 
Nobody's saying nothing about the Giants because now this quarter <laughs> this quarterback got all the weapons in the world now. Mm-hmm. Like you said, yeah. they got Galladay and I forgot the other receiver. They got Ingram and Tyler. Rudolph. In. They got Rudolph from the Vikings. Yeah. Man, say, he got everything he need now. Mm-hmm. So, but we're going to see how the NFC East play out this, this year. And especially, you know, Jason Garrett, I think this would be an opportunity for him to really redeem himself, you know, kind of had to bow out when it comes to Dallas. You know, the Cowboys fans wanted Mike McCarthy. So, you know, maybe Jason Garrett, he could pull a Wade Phillips. You know, Wade Phillips, he got fired years ago from the Cowboys, but he was able to go get him a Super Bowl ring as a coordinator. He did. I, I don't I don't think Jason Garrett's done, but I, I think he has a chance to redeem himself in the seat in the for his career, though. He might be better as a coordinator on the cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, who y'all who do y'all who y'all riding with for the finals? NBA finals. Who y'all think gonna take it? You know, I'm a Lakers fan, man. Yeah, I'm gonna go for the Lakers. Oh man. <laughs> but man. I mean, I know that there's it's gonna I'm gonna say this. This is what I'm gonna say. Yeah. If the Nets don't win, they trash. <laughs> I'm gonna say black that. and white, no black gray area, no. black and white. <laughs> if they don't win, but you going for the trash. Lakers though. <laughs> I am going for the Lakers, but so I'm being mean, realistic. No, listen, oh, okay. I'm being realistic. Like, I'm just saying, like, realistically speaking, if I don't – I mean, I love the Lakers. Shit, I love every a lot of teams in the NBA, but, like, I don't see too many teams that's going to take these niggas seven games. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see it. Oh, no, because man. you got Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. All these niggas can ball. Yeah, that's 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 – I was telling this one dude, man, I was like, that's cool you say all them names, but it's only one ball, so that don't matter. That don't mean nothing. Shit. And 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's only one ball. You it's, you can't juke me without the ball. Hey, say, all right. <laughs> I'm talking about other stuff too. I'm talking about hey, but assisting you, you still uh, gotta rebounds. Play defense. You defense. Defense, KD, KD will lock somebody ass up. He ain't gonna lock KD up Giannis. Gonna lock who up? He ain't gonna lock up Giannis, but he, Ron, wh- bro, wh- you can't. Bro, KD is seven foot ten, nigga. Like, what? <laughs> what can you do against <laughs> this nigga? <laughs> Step on his foot, <laughs> Ron. Who you got in the finals? This, I, I think, um, I think the Clippers might fool around and do something, but I don't know. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm still up in the air about it because I want to go with the Lakers to, you know, finish out in the West. But I hope LeBron isn't as injured as, you know, as is coming on in AD. I think they're both waiting kind of for the, the playoffs anyway. But I think it's time for Milwaukee to finally break through. Now, if Milwaukee loses, even if it is to the Nets, I don't I don't want to hear nothing from Giannis un- until he gets to the final. Because at this point, he has enough, uh, you know, MVP trophies. But I would like to see the Bucks. And the Lakers, mm. and it won't surprise me the Clippers being the mix because I like the fact that they went and got King Rondo. I'm a big Rajon Rondo fan. Me he too. went there. He's gonna be able to talk. He's gonna be able. To, hey, Paul George, you need to play defense. Right. You need he to play get on niggas' ass. He right. need to get on niggas' exactly. ass. Exactly. Right. Because hey, we know how Rajon Rondo get down. He's gonna be like, hey, Patrick Beverly, you need to do more than just acting like you play defense. Play defense for real right now. <laughs> so. Right. I, I think I think he's gonna bring that in, especially to someone like Kawhi. Now, now if, if the Clippers can't finish out, I wouldn't be surprised if Kawhi walks across the locker room though and opts out of the Clippers. That won't surprise me. No, I think bit. I think he's gonna opt out anyway to see what it's gonna be like. Mm-hmm. But I'm mm-hmm. gonna, but I'm gonna tell y'all one other team that you're sleeping on. 
uh, that I think might can beat Brooklyn. Hmm. Who's that? Denver. Mm. With that, the, yeah. With, with that, the, yeah. With the two additions okay. they just got. Yeah. Mm. I think them yeah. boys can play with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like Aaron Gordon's def- definitely going to help. And, and, of course, they're not there just yet, but I like what the Chicago Bulls are doing. Like, they went and traded for Busevic, uh out of Orlando. And, of course, you're in the East, so you'll always be able to, you know, battle. But, you know, I think they're, they're a ways away. But you are, you're both Lakers fans, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay, so if LeBron can get him one more championship in the purple and gold, you put him up there with all the other greatest Lakers or no? How, how y'all feeling about yep. that? I am. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Because if he two, do two it. Two is enough. Two I, rings is enough. No, it's not the fact that the two rings is enough. I mean, well, kind of, yeah, two rings is, is enough. But it's in the fashion that you do it. You feel Okay. Me? Like yeah. you have to, you have to take everything into account. You, we can't just everybody looking at him like he is just some twenty-eight year old player. This man is thirty-six. You know what I'm saying? And then he go to the Lakers when he was what thirty-four, right? Mm-hmm. Or thirty-five, right. no, thirty, thirty-three because he missed the first year and then he got the second year. So this is third year, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, you know what I'm saying? He if he get two in this quick like this fast, yeah, like. You you a great Laker. Now he not the best. I'm not gonna say he's yeah. the greatest Laker. That's not what I'm saying at all. I, I, but he'll be one of the I, greats though. He'll be in the top five with him. I would say this. Two things. Okay, top right. five. Okay. Two things can be right. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Here he go. Cause I'm he 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 a Laker fan, but I'm a diehard Laker fan. <laughs> I'm a LeBron <laughs> fan. I'm not going to cap. I'm See, a LeBron fan. That's, that's what respect. I am. I respect that. I respect I'm a LeBron yeah. fan. Yeah. I've, been a, I've been a Laker fan since the 80s. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? For real. But, real uh, Lakers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Lakers in Detroit type shit. But I say this. LeBron is great. You know what I'm saying? I believe he will retire the greatest basketball player ever. That's what I say. But. Greatest Laker, it's too many. Or could he just be even in that in that conversation? No, of course, he, he doesn't have enough time to be greatest. Yeah. Laker. That's the problem Correct. right there. He doesn't have enough time to be a, to, to to even be included in the greatest Laker, even though he might be better than everybody on that list. But to be included, mm-hmm. he's a great Laker. So but, like, but he's not one of the greatest. Like he will be. Close to like the ten or eleven when you when you talking about the greatest Lakers. Ten or eleven, ooh, yeah, 10, ten or eleven. That's kind of ooh, that's yeah. kind of You got to think. Ten got, Lakers. You got Shaq and Kobe. Okay. You got uh, uh Kareem. Uh huh. Okay. Elgin Baylor. All right. Jerry okay, West. Respect. Okay, that's okay. fine. Uh, uh, who else? James Worthy. Did you say Magic? You didn't even say I, Magic. Yeah, I forgot Magic. Magic. Okay. Uh, uh who else? Uh, Michael Cooper, you throw Michael no, Cooper. No, not over LeBron. What? Nah, uh, okay. I'm, I'm, hey, I'm just talking about what he did in the purple and gold. I'm just, I'm, I'm about tenure. I'm just talking about tenure. That's Kurt Rambis. Hell nah. Now you just, now you just naming people. What you gonna say next? Derek Fisher. Yeah. Uh, Rick Fox. You gonna Derek say that? He, nah, man. but uh, but those other, <laughs> but those other dudes for sure. And I'm not sure if if Bob McAdoo count. Cause you know he plays. He bounced, he bounced around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he he, he kind of bounced around, but you know what I'm saying. You even gotta throw people like Nick Van Exel in that conversation, nah, bro. It's bro. like not, some of the greatest. Not over LeBron. 
I think Paul Gasol too, especially if you look at the Paul Kobe Gasol era. For sure. I'll give you Paul you, Gasol. I will say you, Paul you, Gasol. Can, you can throw Paul Gasol in there. And and, and, and and you know I know what? And and he's not in the conversation, but I think he was he was a player that had so much promise, but he was like, I'm I'm good on it, I'm chilling on it, Andrew Bynum. I think he had so much promise to be one of the he next did. NBA big men, he but he was just like, Hey, I'm chilling on it. I'm good, yeah. y'all. Man, <laughs> That's he did. Man, but that yeah. nigga went crazy though. Them dude. knees gave out on him. Mm-hmm. He was too big. Them knees didn't work for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> he was better than Kwame Brown, though. That's the damn thing. No. Hey, hey, that team Kobe had that year with Kwame Brown. That, that was a testimony Smush right Parker. there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to tell you who I miss. Matt uh, Matt Morrison, whatever his name. Matt, Matt, Mark Matt. <laughs> yeah, that's his name, yeah. Bro, I used to miss seeing Kobe in Metal World Peace, bro. Bro, Metal World Peace, bro. That nigga, say, Ron Artis. Yeah, they almost mm-hmm. had plenty of fights, but. That shit, because he just crazy, bro. Like, he. It was so much respect, though. Man, say. Yeah. But you, mm-hmm. you, you probably won't see that type of stuff again, man. Oh, uh, no, nah, that shit over. Nah, bro. nah. You, it, you know, yeah, it's yeah. like what you say, uh, uh. Uh, uh, R.I.P. to OGs, man. <laughs> yeah. OGs yeah. gone. Ain't nothing, hey, ain't nothing that, like that no more. Hey, yeah, I got that, a question. That's true. Do y'all feel like y'all heard about what uh what Shaq was saying about Donovan Mitchell, right? In the well, the Utah Jazz and shit. Yeah, when right. He, when he when he at the at the time when he said yeah, that. Yeah, at the time when yeah. he said that, like, do y'all feel like that was wrong? Like, do you feel like Shaq came at him wrong? Like, or do you feel like Shaq was just being, you know what I'm saying, just on some real shit? Like, he was really giving that nigga, it was low-key a backhanded compliment, but at the same time, he was like, you know, he gave him that fire, though, made them niggas start coming out balling. Ron, what you think? I think it was one of those conversations where it was like a mixed conversation in public. You know, when you have, you know, conversation with mixed company, because, of course, you know, whether it be, you know, anything, we're in a competitive competitive atmosphere. And it's like, hey, you know, hey, Ron, I think you're all right. But, hey, I expect more out of you. You could do better. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And I think with players, you know, and, of course, they always talk about it, how it's a fraternity. So, granted, I don't think how Shaq went at him was wrong, and I don't think he had malice intent. I just think people took it that way because you have fans watching it. And probably – and Donovan Mitchell, he probably didn't take it like that either because let's not think that, like, all these players aren't connected, whether it be by different agents, officials, or things like that. So, I, I don't think it was that bad. He just looked bad to people who probably felt that he was hurting his feelings when in reality they probably texted each other afterwards. Exactly. Me, I just think – it depends on who you are. Like, if I was Donovan Mitchell, I think I feel some type of way a little bit. Of course, yeah. I ain't right. going to hold you. Because, you know, Shaq already talk. He kind of talk at you sometimes. You know, that's my guy anyway. You know what I'm saying? I love his uh, uh, personality. You know, he remind me of, of uh, Magic, R.P. Magic. But he remind me of him, the way they act. But... Uh, just the way he said it, man, and I could tell, old Spider Man didn't like it, man. He was oh, like, yeah, nah. he, was he, like he cool. definitely felt the way. Yeah, he was like, okay, <laughs> you know, whatever. But he, he know he couldn't snap back because then he look like a hater. Right, and and of course it was just another grumpy old man get off my yard. Exactly, that, that's what it sounded like too. Like these new kids, that's that's what Shaq sounded like a bit as well. Yeah, N- nowadays you can't say nothing, like. I can't say disagree with a person 
without seeming like I'm a hater. Mm-hmm. And then a person can't disagree with me or whatever. Then I'm like, now I'm in my feelings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn, well, which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> damn. I'm just going to walk around and start agreeing with everybody. Just, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man, this is, you know, what? I told you. Late nights, bro, I be, you know, doing my thing, bro. And I, I had this question, man. I've been wanting to ask somebody. And I'm going to ask the both of y'all. How do you think a person's life is or what they mind like to hit the thumb down button on YouTube? <laughs> <laughs> like, how, how fucked up do you got to be to hit the, the, the thumbs down button on the YouTube channel? I, I can tell that 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 touched your heart right there a little bit, Red. I can. Yeah, no, nah, I was just I was watching this uh I was watching this uh Malcolm X at Berkeley. I was watching that Malcolm X at Berkeley speech, right? And I yeah. was like, man, this man dropping some diamonds right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I look, I scroll down to look at the views and 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 whatnot, and I seen boy was probably like two thousand. To me, oh, it was a whole lot of thumbs down, yeah. and I'm like, damn. <laughs> and the fact, my thing be like, it's the fact that you watch it and then put a thumbs down. Like, what? Why did you watch it then? Why not like, just leave? Yeah, just, like, just yeah. click back, get the back arrow. Yeah, yeah man, that 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 tripped me out, bro. I've been wanting to ask somebody that, like, bro. Like you gotta be a messed up person to leave a thumbs down on somebody's page or they on a video or something, bro. It it got to always be a reason. And you know, maybe YouTube one day, well, shoot, that's what the comments is for. For every dislike, you know, hey, put why you don't like. But yeah, it's YouTube is one it's just social media in general. It's one of those crazy places where people can and a lot of those dislikes, they wouldn't tell the person who did that video they didn't like it as well. You know, social social media is one of those places where people can hide, especially how they feel about certain things without showing their face. Man, I, I said a couple of months ago, social media, I think it dicks, dictates people, to, they, they think process, or they thinking process. Like, people don't even think for themselves on that. You know what I'm saying? I, mm-hmm. I see this a lot of times, bro, where you can see a, a person post something and just because your homeboy or they homeboy, homegirl like it, I got to like it now. I don't even know what it's talking about, but I'm just going to like it because they liked it. See? But look. I, I be reading comments like they just be going hard on people and it just everybody's going all like, why is you going hard? You don't even, you don't know, even know this person. <laughs> you are the five million comment. And I know you yeah. start from number one. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, my thing is just though, just like you said, they dislike on YouTube. Just imagine when Facebook, Instagram, fucking Snapchat, all that shit start having a dislike button, bro. Do you know how many fights you gonna be starting? That's crazy. It's gonna be a lot of on site stuff. It's gonna be a lot of on site. Man, that's gonna be the crazy thing, man. Facebook gonna find a way to make money. Oh, speaking of that, did you know? That your pictures on Instagram don't belong to you? Yeah. Yeah. So. Why am I just now finding this out? Er, er, everything such a business is crazy. Like, so when you see one of those ads popped up, 
hey, do you like Italian food in Dallas? <laughs> then, hey, it's going to be a picture of Red eating spaghetti. They done <laughs> it from Instagram. <laughs> yeah. Y'all ever see them random? Because I know I see them random ass. Like, this doesn't look like a photo shoot. It looks like they snatched this from somewhere. <laughs> like, so, do you want to find where the low gas prices are? I was like, I might know that person right there. <laughs> like, well, it don't nobody even be next to a gas station. It just be like random pictures of people. Bro. <laughs> right. I'd be like, exactly. what are they doing? What does it have to do with anything? This is Photoshop, <laughs> sir. Man, I, I found that out. I said, boy, that's cold. Get down, boy. They they trying to they keeping their hands in the, uh, all our pockets, boy. That's why on every, oh, every app you get, you can't even you got to give them access to everything. Mm-hmm. Have y'all um have y'all ever seen that show Black Mirror? Yep. Nah, I ain't never watched it. Okay, so so it's like a show. It got like a lot of different things going on. So they got one episode where, you know, you talked about the thumbs down button, you know, on the YouTube channel. They have an episode where, you know, every day in your life, someone could rate you off of just any interaction that you have. You know what I'm saying? And so, like, you go to the store, and let's say you and the manager of the store have an interaction, then you can give them, like, three stars, and they give you two stars and things like that. It, it's a pretty interesting uh, – it's a pretty funny episode because – Yeah. <laughs> that's dope. <laughs> no, no. Just everybody one star. No, no, not, not yeah. that. Not that. <laughs> I'll be he everybody. said, I like that. Yeah. No, not like that, but I'm saying, like, if you was a flipper, like, you could, if, if you really just wanted to make it, like, a teaching moment for a child or something, you could be like, you you get graded off every action you do. Or any yeah. action you do. You know what I'm saying? That's why I say it was dope. No, you always thinking like a dad and shit, nigga. Damn, think like a regular person and shit. <laughs> say, think like a regular person. This nigga said, yeah, I'll be with my kids, man. And, you know, we'll be going fishing. <laughs> they dig. They but got nah, great I, fish. They get I think hostile. social media, that's, that's where we're going to be one day. We're going to be judging each other from the cloud man. and all types of things. Like, well, we kind of do it now in a lot of ways on, on social media. Do, do you think that uh, that social media plays a factor into people's mental health yes very much so even even from to where people are having these uh grand delusions of who they are to it's like you know a person will send you a message with an exclamation point and it's like i know you don't even talk with exclamation points so even just those <laughs> little things so like even those little things behind the ears like man you all right you know dude, don't don't be texting too too lively out this way but yes i definitely believe social media helps i mean it it causes and uh is connected to um mental health yeah cuz pe- people lose it yes you know going live with three people thinking they is that's a delusion of grandeur right there it's like man just film a video you don't need to go live we don't need to see the two people it's fine but yes it it does play a part that's right. He's like, he's like, nigga, you barely make points. Put an egg. <laughs> Say, I'm sorry. Hey, that took me out. You said you don't even talk with exclamation points. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, I, I hate I hate that when people send me exclamation points and it's like you don't even talk that loud yeah, for I, exclamation well, points. Let's calm down. It, Let's relax. It, Let's relax a little bit. Even when they put them all caps. Man, oh, that, oh man, that's so the that, worst. You know you're not really yelling. I don't even know why you yeah. trip. You're not really yelling. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and like you said, man, it gets so attached to the shit. Sometimes, man, we can't even separate the two. Mm-hmm. Right, fact. You know what I'm saying? You, you be your 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 Facebook you 
done turned into your Facebook, you in, in the house. <laughs> and I'm telling you, you out here liking your girl every time she do something, you'll like it. it just, <laughs> you, you'll show no, an angry you face. Know, that like. person, that, you know, a lot of times people people be on Facebook, they be saying, I see this shit a lot of times. They be like, yo, that's not even the real me. I just be saying stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've seen that before too. Yeah. So then you 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 gonna carry that shit to the house. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And then you know it's bad when you got that you can't even take a nice uh dump without having your phone in your hand. You, you finish, but you still scrolling. You ain't finished your scroll yet, so you can't you can't even get off the toilet. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm writing a meaningful post, damn it. Yeah. Somebody told me that's when they come up with their best post. <laughs> say, hey oh, man. man. Well, Charlamagne the guy say, uh, ain't nothing better than being on the shit on Twitter. <laughs> I say, yeah, I see, yeah, bro. It, it, I think it do mess with people mental. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it's, I used to be one of them cats, bro. I wake, as soon as I wake up, the first thing I do before I pray, before I go pee, before I watch my, before I do anything, grab the phone, look and see what, what's going down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, social media, a lot of times, depending on who you add and follow, so uh pretty much uh what what was it back in the day a lot of our grandparents watched the uh the soaps mm-hmm. that's pretty much what it is a lot of different drama people got going on and it's just just right there for consumption and everything and we damn sure consumed it and our kids <laughs> and our kids are even worse bro yeah the, the kids is even worse they i boy i didn't have a cell phone or beef until i was you know, at least 16, 17, you know what I'm saying? These kids getting mm-hmm. a man four. Yeah, now, yeah. These kids getting a man four years old. FaceTime, her FaceTime and, and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, nah, man. We got we gotta get back to the youth now. Oh, this mm-hmm. world this world gonna go on is on its way to hell. In a hand <laughs> basket. In Let's go preacher red. Let's go preacher red. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Gasoline draws on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, hey, but uh, what what you got lined up next? Uh, man, shoot, Ron Murray, I'm just gonna be out and about right now. Of course, it is track season, flag football season. You know, I just try to be out and about, especially as far as the community. So, if anybody has anything going on, hit me up at Ron Murray Jr. Uh, my name is my name. That's also uh, all my socials, IG and Twitter. I appreciate y'all for having me on, man. Man, we appreciate you coming through, man. Yeah, man. <clears throat> Very much appreciate that. And with that being What's said, up? this has been. Another episode of Respect of the Chicken. I've been your host, TJ. Got my man, Red. And now, holla. Peace and blessings, y'all.